Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode 109 of the Two Twos podcast. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are Two Twos. All right. How are you feeling today? Do you know I'm feeling good? I'm feeling, um, I feel good, you know. I feel like I had a lot of sleep. Yeah. I did actually have a lot of sleep, but I just feel, yeah. I want to sleep at a better time than usual. Do you feel rejuvenated? Yeah, yeah. How about you? I feel great. I feel I'm a bit tired because I went to sleep late last night. As I said, sometimes I'll be fighting sleep. Yeah, um, but I feel really good. This is the first time I, w- I think maybe in like a month mm-hmm. that I felt this good. Yeah, and just like I, I, as I was, I, I said when we did our panel. So basically, we did a panel on Thursday. Oh um, yeah, for yep, the yep, elephant yep, room. Yep. That was so good. And it was for International Women's Day, which I thought was a month. I thought it was the whole month. I thought yeah, it was being celebrated the whole month. Women's Day. I think it should be a month. I think it should be a month. Um, I think yeah, we should be celebrated be. for a month. But anyway, um, I was saying on that panel that I forgot who I was for a second. I forgot I was really? that bitch. Like, I was, like, my confidence was low. Like panel? When I was saying, I said I, I, I forgot who I was. Oh, I yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so basically, like, I forgot who I was. I forgot I was that bitch. And I've come back to myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I feel really, really good. And just, like, open and ready for the possibilities, like, you yeah. know? And also, I feel like when you're down, you forget or you... It's like your blessings. You're, you're, you're just overlooking your blessings. Mm. And I don't think... I think you should always remember that you are blessed, you are healthy. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you've got people that love you around you, and you should lead with that. Lead with that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Whenever you're feeling low, remember the words of Nana Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or not the least of you. Please, okay, this <laughs> is also a public service announcement. My name is not Nana Lise. I know that's my Instagram my Instagram and Twitter name, not Nana Lise. But my name actually isn't Nana Lise. It's so many people think her name is Nana Lise. It's so yeah, funny. It's so funny. Like, people, ev- people like, when they email us, They'll, hi, Nanalise. They'll, hi, they'll be like, hi, Rose and Nanalise. <laughs> and my name's not Nanalise. I just want to put that out there. My name's actually Nana. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. But going back to the different room, a shout out to Kayla and Shani. It was yeah. such a good event. And shout out to Monica Lee. Monica Lee is such a good host. She is an amazing yeah. presenter. She's just like, it's just it just seems so effortless. Like, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, and shout out to B as well. B was also on the panel with us. Yeah. And also, um, we went on No Signal Radio on Friday with Lola Michelle. Um, that was also about for International Women's Day. And the thing about International Women's Day, yeah, is one day, but that's what I was saying. There's a lot to do, so it ends up like being a month the whole week. They just did everything last week, boy. Anyway. We'll see what happens this week, boy. Last year, I really thought it was a month. No, it's that's why it's called IWD, International Women's Day. You're right, you're right. The hashtag, but um. But yeah, there's something else. That, oh, guys, if you didn't come to Donny's party, that our week, our, our guest last week, Mr. Donny Sunshine. Oh my god, had his event to the left. Yep, and it was amazing. It was so it was good. Do you know what? I almost didn't go because it was late. I think I got there around like after twelve. It was late. I was a bit tired, but I'm glad I went. Herself. I was being, herself. I was being a grandma in it, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that I went. It was one of the best queer events that I've ever been to. And I've been to a lot of queer events. Is it a queer event, though? (coughs) It is, because the the people there that was queer, like, literally everyone, even if they weren't, even if they weren't gay or lesbian, queer is, sometimes I feel like queer is not just about the sexuality. That's what I'm saying. It's political. For example, um, one of the guys that was there, he's a straight man, 
But I will definitely call him queer. Yeah. I'll definitely, like, I even told him, you are so queer. But he said it to us before anyway. He yeah. said he is queer. He's yeah. like, I've never been with a man before. I'm yeah. not. But I exist and I'm myself in queer spaces. Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. queer, basically. Yeah. But he just dates women. And he's yeah. amazing as well. He's amazing. He is amazing. Um, But the music... Mm-hmm. The music. You see when I hear like... If I hear like Destiny's Child in the rave, but it's like what? remixed, then it oh, it was slapping Andre three thousand. I was shouting, was I was actually shouting the lyrics out like it was some concert. Like, <laughs> I enjoyed myself so much, and they obviously they played like eighties tunes as well, like yeah, disco. Oh, mate, yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it was good. If, if you're somebody, do you know? What I think this event is really good for, for people who are queer, but don't like. The queer scene. Mm. I feel like this is a very much off scene queer yeah, event. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people, because when you see the scene, some people feel the restrictions that come with it, the drama. They think about the mm-hmm. drama. I think that's what people really, really, really think mm-hmm. about. And and it can be quite binary as well in terms mm. of like the way that you present. So like, I think a lot of the raves are quite like stardom femme, like proper like that. But you but know what? I think it's even even Pussy Palace and them. They would say that's the scene now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that, even that, but I think it's quite similar. Yeah, yeah. But they, yeah. This is just this was good vibes. To the left is good vibes. Nah, it's it, but it's not going to be every month. You know, he said every every quarter. I think he needs to make it every month. Uh, Donny, yeah. if you're Donny. listening to this, please, we need yeah. more. Please send him DMs yeah. and just say, listen, we need it to be every. If you can't do it every month, every other month, we can settle for every other month. You can do that. Know. I know that this is your okay, time and fine. your effort. Yeah. But we are, we're going to attend. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's what matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll be attending. But yeah, that was, that was, that was cool. But International Women's Day as well. Obviously, I also did an uh, article for Bustle um, speaking about black masculine presenting women being celebrated on International Women's Day. And let's get into that. I think, first of all, I just have to say that the article was amazing. It is amazing. Like, so beautifully written. And just like, yeah, I said this already, it made me feel really, really seen. Mm -hmm. Like, and I feel like lots of people who read it, who present the way that we do, they're going to feel the same. Like, and just the, like, I think the angle, because I feel like people do talk about this, but just like the approach that you took was very personal. And yeah, I just, I really, really loved it. I really, really loved that article. I think it's one of my favorite articles that you've written. Thank you. You have written a few. No, I'm a writer now. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it in your bio, but I put in my bio now. Oh, have you? After the bustle, I put okay, okay. I see my bio now. Okay, good. But the other day when we had to introduce ourselves at the panel, speaking, I should have said writer. But do you know what? I've noticed that we do this quite a lot, yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to our white counterparts, they really sell themselves. They're gonna let's say they produce. Um. Uh, they produced a video when they were in. A, p- a project when they were in secondary school, they are going to say they're a producer. <laughs> they're going to they're going to shout <laughs> all the accolades. Yeah, everything and they've done. Americans oh. really know how to sell themselves. Well, shout out to the Americans. Shout out to them. We're British in it, so we're a bit more like laid back. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we need to stop doing that because I've noticed even when we went. So not only the panel that we did on Thursday, but also going on Lola Michelle's um, show. Yeah. You know, sh- I've noticed that these presenters always have to. They have to tell the people what we do. We sh- we should be we should be shouting about what we do. Yeah, definitely. But we're very like very much coy and shy, and you know, I think yeah, I don't. I think we should I stop think doing we that. We need to start doing more. I think like when we, <coughs> sorry guys, I just I took uh, the vape is not good for me. Anyway, I think <laughs> that we um, 
even how how we put ourselves out there on social media. Yeah. Like when but we do panels, and I've stuff seen like that, we you don't put any of them. We up. don't. We don't. And I've seen you obviously more than me mm. do do that. So when something is coming up, when an event is coming up or talk, you will put it on before. You will put it on our Instagram after yeah. or whatever. And we need to start doing that because that's yeah. what people are going to see. Oh, that actually do. And when we do it, we need to shout about it plenty of times. Yeah. I feel like Not just the once. Yeah, and I, do you know I realized that especially my British Vogue when I did British Vogue article, I did the one reel and that was it. Mm. And then uh, maybe like a week or two later, because obviously the magazine is still in the shops. Right. So I'm just like, hmm. So I did a whole, and then that's when it got more traction when I did mm. another post about mm-hmm. it. Like you have to just keep talking about these things because they're amazing things. They're yeah. like, they, they're actually mini milestones in our lives mm-hmm. and we need to celebrate every single one properly. I don't think we actually take the time to be like, oh my God, we did this. Do you know what I mean? Like the elephant room thing as well. Like the panel, it was like Samsung, the, the building was lovely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was, we've never done a panel like that before. No. That's our, that was our first ever first in-person, in-person panel. person. And it was amazing. No, since COVID. Because I wanted the AZ Mac. Oh, we did do that. But that feels like a long that time That was such a long ago. time ago. It was in the beginning of the, of the birth of Tutu's podcast. Yeah. And AZ gave us our first like opportunity to do a mm-hmm. panel. And even, do you know what I feel like? Is everybody there, most people there were familiar. Yeah. Friends. It was queer space. And you know it was just a friendly. It was it almost felt like a friendly discussion. Mm. Whereas this was like corporates paid. Yeah. And yeah, like in but normally we do these things on Zoom. That's the first time we've done it in yeah. person, and it was great to see so many other black women there, mm. like women of color, yep. in the audience. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was really really good. But again, we haven't celebrated that. That's Samsung. No. It was Samsung and Clocks. Yeah, two yeah, big brands, you know. We haven't even huge. like. Don't worry, we'll be posting. Yeah, we've got to post about it. You got to post about it. We'll be it. posting, but yeah, even even like um, Lola Michelle having us on her show. Shout out to you, Lola Michelle, because she actually is a yes, fan of the big up to Lola Michelle the podcast, and I really appreciate that because she had made it a point to have us on specifically us because we are like we're black women, masculine presenting queer that's like really really important yeah like i feel like we are always overlooked as women when it comes to certain things like in the media and it was just really nice of her to think oh wait a minute let's just put these people on i think that we're overlooked in like all things Mm. even like in queer things Mm. we're overlooked Mm -hmm. because i don't know if we just look too do we look threatening let us know use the hashtag use the hashtag tutu's podcast i don't know let us know if we look threatening if we're butters i (laughs) I just don't know what it is yeah because i don't know we've said it before and do you know what it's actually funny because some people have complained that we always say talk about um the mixed race in Alaskan people who get all the opportunities and stuff like that a lot of the brand deals and um Somebody said that we don't like mixed race people. Oh, someone said that. Yeah, to one of our guests. Remember? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. that we don't like mixed race people. Yeah. Da, 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 da. That we're looking for some quality here. Yeah, we're just looking for representation. You, that's all. Yeah, and you know, I'm for, I'm not a mixed race person, and I'm also not light skinned Those when you are light skinned and you are, everyone has different privilege privileges, right? Even we do. Yeah, there's certain privileges that we have that somebody else is not going to have. Yeah, not even a white person is going to have that privilege in some in some some certain things. Mm. Um, for example, Cesare, shout out to Cesare, she did a TikTok video talking about she went to the club of two of her friends. Um, one of them was a white girl, but she was big, and then there's two black girls. They went to the door and then they didn't let, let the white girl in. Mm. Now, in that moment, she wasn't 
her white privilege didn't let her mm. in. Like, but in the moment, the fat phobia kicked in, mm-hmm. and the two slimmer girls were allowed in. Right. So that's a privilege that they, because they're slim, yeah. that's a privilege that they had in that moment, yep. and the, what the white girls yep. didn't have, mm-hmm. even though they're black. So sometimes you just have privileges other people don't have, right? And um, that goes for when I see rap- masculine presenting representation, like these people that I see. When I see when I see um, someone that looks like me, I'm thinking about the barriers that they've had to push through to get this opportunity. Mm. I'm not just thinking about this person's light skin and they're there. No, like I think about the journey that has got them to, for them to get there. Yeah. I think about like how relatable this person is to me. And if I always see the same old people that have certain privileges that I don't have, mm-hmm. always chosen to do things, and it makes me feel like raw, like. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not afforded these things. Yeah. Like why can't I have these things? I don't see myself. I don't see my experiences there mm-hmm. when I see someone who's lighter skinned and mixed race always given the queer opportunities. Mm-hmm. So that's what the, and I think that do you know what when, when people DM us a lot mm-hmm. of the time, they are dark skinned masculine presenting people mm-hmm. that DM us and say, Oh, you know, I big up you lot. Um, because they see themselves, do you know what I mean, they see it's a shared experience, mm-hmm. they see that all right cool i can do this as well do you yeah, know what i mean yeah yeah i feel like seeing yourself really does validate that oh i can do these things and i think like it's people are going to say it's the same way that people are going to say oh well you don't like white people you're anti-white because we talk about white people having privilege and then being afforded certain opportunities but it's it's not that we don't like white people we don't like mixed race people we don't like light-skinned people that's absurd it's crazy do you know what i mean but it's just in it's just not f- fair basically yeah, yeah. it's just not fair i think we quite recently is just like it's really really like been playing on my, my on my mind specifically even with the within the black community and i think like there's many things here like obviously we're masculine presenting and you know like we're not light-skinned so even from the black community i think there are things that we are overlooked for and in the queer community i think i think there are things that we are overlooked for mm-hmm. like that's a double whammy right there it's a double whammy chance. Do you know what i mean <laughs> like it is a double whammy and i feel mm. like i do you know what it's annoying having to be some underdog and having to because every single time we are picked to do something we deliver do you know what we i mean deliver, and deliver we so never well expected to deliver in the first that's, place that's the point that's the yeah. point that's the point yeah, I'm making. Not to mention names, but we yeah. almost missed out on opportunity mm. because they said another popular podcast was um, they were, they're going to work with them in the future. They haven't even worked with them yet. They're going to work with them in the future. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to work with us. And the, But they in the end, the person who did the casting was like, no, they're a queer podcast. That mm-hmm. was not a queer podcast. It's different. Mm-hmm. They're masculine The other ones are, um, they're feminine. Mm-hmm. They're not even queer. They're just different, yeah. So the guy was like, no, this project is going to go ahead tutu's podcast mm. yeah and then in the end we delivered mm. we delivered the project and yeah. um now they want to work with us again yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> like being the underdog i think people think that's cute <laughs> but yeah. i don't want to be the underdog i want to be i want to be valued do you know what i mean from i want to yeah from the from the yeah. very beginning i want to be valued like like i don't even mind proving myself because i feel like everyone kind of has to prove themselves but i just think is there's just more to it's more there's more it's more than proving yourself i think mm. it's definitely more than it's it's them thinking i don't think these people can do this or i don't think they're quite right but why do you think we're not quite right yeah. do you know what i mean like the joke, it's mad what yeah, the bias like, is there? i think i said to nana was it this week or last week i was saying do you think that we're better than we are like why why because well i mm. think yeah do you know what i mean there was there was a just a few things that happened this week and we just like we should have been there like we should have been invited mm. and i think that 
like it's okay to say that mm-hmm. as well like let's not think let's take all the humility and whatever whatever let's not stop be humble here mm. let's no we should have been there as mm. well yeah we should have been invited and so i said to nana like do we think that we're better than what we actually are i was but, like no yeah like it, and it's sad that it makes you start to really question, question like your value your, your value worth. your worth yeah mm. yeah i do that's just like no i don't i just don't think that we are palatable that is that is where you know that is my conclusion. I don't yeah. think we're palatable. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like maybe we do make you know certain people feel uncomfortable. I think that if people are uncomfortable with us because we're actually very nice girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we're actually just nice people, yeah. And I feel like if people do feel uncomfortable, they have to check on their biases. Mm. I don't think it has anything to do with us. Like just like it's like people that are homophobic, like babes, like. It's, Checking within yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really do feel like people need to really think and start to question their thoughts and feelings Mm. towards certain things. Because I feel like more time you're just going through life. Like you might have these, you might be conditioned in in a certain area, but you're not you're not questioning why you're these conditions. You're not questioning it. Mm. You're just moving through it. You know, like yeah, I think you have to question. That's how you grow. Like when you question. Hold on, why do I have a problem with that? Mm. Yeah. And a lot of times people that have an answer. For mm. example, the guy we spoke to the other day, yesterday, mm. every single time I asked him, like, why? He didn't answer the question. Mm. He never answered the question as to mm. why he felt so uncomfortable around um, gay men and stuff mm. like that. And he don't know. He don't, yeah. he, there's no issue there. Like, you have to check your, you have to. Mm. And he's not going to grow as a person if he doesn't, if he doesn't learn to answer those questions. Even yeah. if you don't tell me, yeah. like, answer them to yourself and tell right. me, like, why do I actually have a problem? And if you can't think of the why, there's no why, mm. then let it go and release yourself of this unnecessary stress. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's true. It's true. I just want to say it's international, it was International Women's Day, yeah, last week. And I just want to shout out J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that's what I've got to say. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Fuck J.K. You. Rowling is moving bad. I don't like. I saw your tweet saying that mm. how you've written a whole book series mm. about a young boy who was othered. Yeah, and then you're you you have this much energy for like trans people. I think it's just you are. How are you wasting so much time and energy on this? It's not doing it. Like, what are trans people doing to you? You know what? I just think I think like sometimes rich people have nothing better to do with their lives. You know, write a book. This yeah, is what you're an author. Go and write a book <laughs> instead of tweeting transphobic bullshit. Yeah. Like, go and write another book. This, this is what, what you babe, do. Harry, but adults. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. Like, this is what Harry been up to as an adult. I I just don't I just don't understand it. Like, she's got so much smoke for trans specifically trans women so much smoke so i think keir stammer said that um, trans women are women and that this oh is that where this all of this this upset her gold this upset her do you know what's why are you so pressed what's crazy my so my friend was asked to do um i asked for an interview about for international women's day for her her workplace Mm -hmm. and it's internal and she was asked if um what her her favorite moment as a woman has been in her life, yeah. And she said, given birth. And she messaged me and she was like, she basically said the things that her body did mm. to give birth, mm-hmm. yeah. And I get that because obviously, like, going from not being pregnant mm-hmm. to pregnant to having a child, it is a whirlwind. Yeah. And it's like, it's also really unexplainable because it feels like something's just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Even though it's been out of somewhere, genuinely, it, it, does, it didn't even. Obviously, I knew that mm-hmm. this child was in me. And I knew 
that I was having a baby, mm-hmm. but it didn't become really real until mm-hmm. the baby came. And I had a shock in me that a baby came out. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm pregnant for nine months and I was still shocked that a child came out because it just feels like it's come out of nowhere. It's yeah. like, and then when they come out, they latch onto your nipples for breastfeeding. No one does teach them how to do yeah, that. Yeah, they just do it. Yeah, it's, there's it's, so many it's things. Mir- it's like, miraculous. Like, it's, wi- it's, it's weird. Miraculous. It's weird. I get Yeah, yeah I get it. So I'm, when she said that, I was like, I get it. Because yeah. it's like, your body just adjusts. And mm-hmm. it's like, how does this happen? Yeah. Mm. And um, she said to me like, oh, that's what my favorite moment is. Mm. But I don't, is it, but she's like, is it transphobic if mm. I say that? And I was like, do you know what? <sighs> it's such a hard one. But yeah. I just feel like it's nature. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't... It's such a hard one when I... And I don't... And I think it, it's about intention. This person wasn't intentionally trying to, like, make anyone feel bad. This was a personal experience yeah. of hers that she said... And I don't I don't really think that's, that's a bad thing to say. Do you know what I no, mean? No, I don't think so. I was just like... In the beginning, I was like... Oh, I could see, the, the only way I could see that can come as transphobic here yeah, is... Obviously, like they ask you as a woman, yeah, they ask them for your personal yeah. experience, so yeah. you are entitled because that's your personal experience. Yeah. The only thing I would say is that, but that's not your fault, is that like trans men have babies too, yeah, that they, they can do. get pregnant, yeah. so it's not, it doesn't just come down to as a woman, mm-hmm. non binary people have kids, and so some do women trans can't men. even have kids, like and exactly, some yeah. cisgendered women yeah. can't even have get pregnant, yeah. So, and I was about to say that I said you should put it in there because at the end of the day, it's your personal experience mm. for as a woman. Um, but she she was just like, you know what? Nah, I don't feel comfortable writing that because you're right. Other mm-hmm. people can, um, other people can have children, and mm-hmm. it's not just a woman experience. Yeah. So maybe I should change that. And mm-hmm. I was proud of her because she's a cishet woman. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I was just proud of that she was even able to like even think question. That. She yeah. questioned it. Yeah, Do you know what maybe I, mean? I would have said yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe yeah. Yeah. And um. Yeah, I'm just happy. Even like she was emailing one of my friends for an opportunity and she messaged me first. She was like, oh, I just want to check what your friend's pronouns are before I send an email. And I'm just so That's proud. Yeah, like just really thinking mm-hmm. about other people and just trying to create a safe space and make them feel comfortable is really, really nice. Because mm-hmm. obviously that, her experience was about her. Yeah. So it's so nice that she's able to think, wait, hold on a minute. Will this make other people feel like invalidated? Mm-hmm. Like that's... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's difficult. I can one. respect it I can because respect when it is genuinely mm. is your most favorite, mm-hmm. you no, know, it's difficult. But at the same time, maybe maybe the question was problematic. Maybe it wasn't mm. her. Maybe it was the way the question was. Yeah, framed. because are we why are we still uh, why are we still asking that question yeah. as a Bec- woman as your your as yeah. what's what been your favorite experience as a woman? I think, mm. but it's international women's day. And it's just that. Mm. Mm, yeah, mm. I don't know. Do you know what I understand why we have International Women's Day? Like, obviously. I think for a long time, I, you know, women are like overlooked or just like not treated the same as men, I guess mm, I would mm. say. So I understand the need for it, but I think we need to open up, you know, what a woman means yeah. because right now it just seems quite restrictive. And I think that's what the issue is. Like mm. there are so many different types of women and there is us. There are there are people that look like us, and I think that's why I was saying that we o- we get overlooked. So we need to just expand, like you know, what, what our vision is of a woman. That is true. I yeah, I agree. I agree that you know when people think about women, there's a certain image they have mm. that pops up in their minds, mm-hmm. and they can't even look outside of that. Yeah. And I, I but I also think when it comes to like, if we're going to talk about brand deals and media, mm-hmm. I think that people. Um, 
gravitate to what is popular. Right. And obviously, we let's be honest, like, we are a niche. We yeah, are a niche. We are. And they're a business. Mm. Yeah, At the end of the day, business. they yeah. need to make money or whatever, however they profit. They need to, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're a business. Yeah. I We 100% get it. I 100% get it. But, like, the world is not going to move forward mm-hmm. if we're still, like, stuck on the same things. Yeah. If we're still, like putting out the same kind of content and all mm. of that like it's all very samey like take a risk do you know what i mean try and be different like go against the grain like that's what's exciting do you know what i mean like but yeah you just go that's that's why social media is dead now mm. because like everybody is trying to like just copy this aesthetic mm. that gets you the bag that gets you the influencer bag and it's just boring it's there's no boring. character it's the same same old thing we know what to expect mm. and it's just it's boring and and i think that's the reason why we don't really see a lot of people uh, instagram's birth from instagram these mm. days like not solely just instagram now like tiktok tiktok you're able to be yourself this it's so varied it's just it's different do you know mm. what i mean if everyone's doing the same dance yeah it's still like so everyone has their own thing on it spin on it and stuff yeah there's so many different personalities like mm. and that's what's so interesting i think with instagram there's just this one type and obviously it's very like influencer focused but it's just this very this one type of um there's one type of thing that people are following like blueprint there's one type of blueprint that everybody's following mm. and it's so samey and it's so boring like but with with tiktok it's just there's just so much like different kinds of people it's so vibrant it's so colorful yeah. like it's so exciting but basically yeah. tiktok is queer yeah straight and you know instagram, instagram is, is very bland, bland you know basically very very black instagram is salt and pepper and tiktok is maggie yeah man yeah man but yeah. this is it and when you when they do um include people that are not what what people are not expecting mm. people do pay attention oh yeah people are like oh that's different yeah let me have a, do you know what i mean people do actually pay attention and it's crazy because even the talk the panel that we did obviously we were the we were the representation there and all the other women were feminine present i don't know if they were queer or not but they were at the very least feminine presenting mm. and I noticed that there was an attention that we had mm. because we looked different. Mm. Everyone was like, what's going on here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then at the end, everybody was like, oh, that was really good. And we received lots of like DMs afterwards. Mm. And, you know, people appreciate the, the differences. They do. And people feel that they're learning something as mm. well. They learn stuff. And I guess even our platform, the podcast, when we have straight people listening, mm. listen to this, they don't, I'm short in their everyday lives. They're not thinking, I'm this, I'm gonna, I want to listen to these lesbians. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But once they do, they take something away. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So include us, babe, because yeah. you're going to add some extra mega sauce that you never had before. Right. No, yeah, I think it's so important. I think we just, I think we just need to go down that direction where we are, seeing what's new ones what's out there i don't think that like brands and stuff do actually do the work do you know what i mean i don't think they do and it's not just to be i don't this is the thing we've been talking about a lot as well it's just not i'm not just trying to be a tick box either like yeah i want you to genuinely genuinely yeah but then people (laughs) in those people to understand they have to do the work and people don't Don't, do the work they don't they don't they don't want to people just don't do the work i understand a lot of brands and x y and z um prs you all i guess you have your quota to reach you Mm -hmm. have work to do you have emails to send and all this stuff so i guess 
going to what you know already it's just mm, easier it's easy, yeah it's easier it gets the job done mm-hmm. and you know at the end of the day you're good, good delivering mm-hmm. but it's you're, if you're, it's gonna make your work even better yeah. if you do the work if yeah. you actually do the work just think about the audience as well like what do the audience want to see it's not just about like you know having the same people on what what, do, what, what, what about what the audience want to see mm-hmm. like you know when it comes to that sh- the show um dating black is it dating black Oh, the BET one. Yeah, the BET show, yeah. Date in Black. I just, I, I didn't watch it, not going to lie. I, I know people that are in it and I think they're amazing. And but I didn't watch it because I didn't at see. At least I watched it and it hasn't watched for yeah, once. Yeah, for once. <laughs> it, but I didn't see any queer people in there. So it didn't really, like, it didn't really grab grab my attention because I think, yeah, it didn't really you grab felt my automatic t- excluded. Yeah. I mean, didn't grab my attention. when I saw the, the, the trailer of that mm. tweet and I was just like, you know, black queer people experience love too like this is very mm-hmm. heteronormative and it's disappointing and you know what i thought i said that but i also wanted to give it a chance because mm-hmm. it was just a clip mm-hmm. and i don't i didn't know if that was a whole car, um, yeah, cast yeah um and it wasn't the whole cast there were other members but nobody was queer though and mm-hmm. like, the conversation was very heteronormative yeah. the questions were very very heteronormative mm-hmm. um i think the show was done um was done nice but i did find it to mm-hmm. be very samey yeah. i didn't learn anything new from it i didn't do you know what i mean and it was just it was because it was the same old representation that we mm. used to all the time like you know things you can chuck in a few influences here and there to get a couple of views but then they is your actual content to that give it anything new right do you know what i mean yeah. and i felt like there's no shades to the people that made the show mm-hmm. there's no shade to um anyone who's on the show as well because again i'm i'm a fan of the majority of the cast yeah here. same i'm actually a fan yeah. like, I, t- I watch all their content taking their articles x y and z watch the circle all of mm. that yeah and but it's just it was just it was just missing it was just too samey yeah. and you know they did have the disclaimer at the beginning of the show saying that this doesn't represent all um, oh, black good. love um, i think that they put that disclaimer because um, when they put out a trailer yeah or maybe even before they realize oh shit this is mm, very heteronormative mm-hmm. um yeah because even there was somebody on there um i just don't want to mention any names of people who was on there but there was somebody on there that i know that if they realized it was very hetero they would have mentioned it because mm. they work in advertising mm. and like they understand what representation means for media and how important it is mm. so i believe somebody's mentioned it i believe when the show was being put together it yeah. wasn't even a thought yeah um you know, people just do things in order to get their things as far and wide as possible yeah. and not necessarily think about the representation and what about disabled people who can who, mm-hmm. who love, you know? Mm-hmm. What about obviously it doesn't mean to say that nobody on the show was disabled, but nobody was there was like physically disabled. Yeah, visibly. And yeah. when we when we talk about disabled representation, um There's also a spectrum physical, as well. Yeah, like, yeah, like physical disabilities are actually a thing mm. as well. So um yeah yeah that's, do you know what yeah a lot of these shows are very heteronormative and i think that's why i haven't really watched love is blind i kind of just like i saw a picture of uh one of the couples i think that is, they're still together um and i thought oh, okay uh, they're black i want to kind of see their story oh ayana yeah. and jared yeah i want to see their story so i kind of just like skip past certain bits to see their story um but the reason why i didn't watch the show is because because it's very heteronormative like mm-hmm. it's about um it's an experiment of like people getting to know each other without seeing each other and i think that's a great experiment i think that's really good however it's, it's very like okay this is the man this is the woman the man has to propose and all of that like it's just like mm-hmm. you know very very there's no queer 
representation. There was then the last season, but it was it had a very negative like oh spin. the girl that came out was bad. Yeah, it had a very very negative like spin on it. But I would actually like to see something that is queer. We have so many reality TV shows that are so heteronormative. So I mean, I just, I, do you know what it is? I feel like they just don't know how to. They have to keep the heteronormative element to things because it's going to appeal to a wider audience if it's heteronormative. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. The homophobes are not going to listen. Watch if it's queer. And there's a lot of people who are uncomfortable with um hetero, hetero homosexuality still. Yeah. On their TV screen, screens and all that all that business. So I just think that um they have to keep what appeals to most people, right? Which is the hetero norm, hetero heteros. And I get that, yeah. And so now now they have to figure out how do we include mm-hmm. queer people into this. Mm without losing the hetero element and i just feel like nobody has figured out how to do it yet yeah i guess so i guess so yeah i i agree with you i 100 percent agree with you on that yeah there was one show that i watched i can't remember what it's called but it was a show with queer people so they were like i think it was a bisexual show mm-hmm. so oh, everyone yeah. there was bisexual that show was lit it was but it didn't so do the numbers is it i'm not sure it was a it was a i think it's is it no it wasn't american with people from everywhere i think mm-hmm. But it was really, really mm. good. I, I haven't watched it, but I heard it was a really, really yeah. good show as yeah. well. Yeah, but I'm sure it's not doing the numbers as like Love Island. It's not doing or, a Love Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I is don't the know, problem. It's difficult. It's really, it's really. It's but I would say it was better than Love Island. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. It was. Wow. Yeah, it was just. just we love drama. <laughs> there yeah. was so much drama. Yeah, yeah. It's just mad. Like there's even there's a new dating show coming out on BBC Three that I saw. I've seen quite a few people are going to be in it. I saw it from yesterday. I think mm. they launched like who's going to be there yesterday and like, i looked again i was like yeah it's very hetero isn't it mm. and this even this this was it's basically i forgot what the show is called but it's about um people who have been speaking online for a long time mm-hmm. but they haven't met in person yet mm. so they could have put queer people in that absolutely but there isn't they're all yeah yeah mm. do you know what catfish were able to do it so there's no excuse there's yeah. actually no excuse yeah there's actually no excuse you know <sighs> But um, I saw that there's, and I know that you said that there's a LGBT gallery. Op- is it a gallery or a museum? Oh, the museum, the uh, yeah. LGBT history museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I think we just need, definitely need to go and just see how, what it's like. Do you know what? I did I'm a panel assuming. with, um, I did a panel, it's almost a year now since I did that panel. Mm. And the guy who is actually opening that gallery. So back then, they weren't in the beginning stages yeah. of the um, gallery, they were they weren't sure what it was going to launch yet. They, mm. I don't think they were even sure where it was going to hundred percent where it was going to be. Mm. But I asked the question. Yeah, obviously I was on the panel. I shouldn't mm. have been asking questions, but I had to ask because mm-hmm. like I was the only black person on that panel, and I was just like, um, so this LGBT history museum, mm-hmm. like, how am I going to see anyone that looks like me mm. in the history? Like, I was like, how? Glad have you asked that question. Yeah, I was like, that, how have you ensured yeah. that? black queer people will be included because mm. I was like to be very honest like all of your experiences that we spoke about in this panel I can't relate to mm. and vice versa so when you do do things to queer people like mm. how are you making sure you're even including black queer people including right. this museum yeah and the guy I could see he was kind of like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he was like we will definitely be including like black queer people and he said we've, he said he's he's said there's no point in doing this mm. if it's not going to be inclusive okay yeah he was like i would not put my name on something that's not inclusive mm. and he was like it's so important to me that every single type of queer person that is possible mm-hmm. to cover that we cover okay so he was the same to me i should he was like trust me we've got you he's like every 
intersection mm. should be covered like as, as much as we can do anyway right 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 Okay. So I'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Because that was so, he gave me the confidence. That yeah, that, that I, I feel mm. more confident because my assumption was that it was going to be very white. Mm-hmm. So I wanted, to, I definitely wanted to go and see, okay, like what's mm. in here. So I think we should go and do a review. It's not, it's open yet. It's open. I just keep seeing an ad I've seen on, ads Twitter. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm not sure if it's open or if it's opening soon. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going to go and see what's, what it's saying and give you a review. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. We'll see about You're that. Saying, yeah. So talking about Love Is Blind, yeah, and I was tweeting about Love Is Blind. Um, I don't think we've been watching the same program. But then again, where are you up to? So they just got into. Did they go Mexico? Is it Mexico that they've gone to? So what are you up to? Yeah, they haven't left Mexico yet. No. Yeah, that's why Nana was on Jarrett's side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not on his side. I'm actually, <laughs> I think that worded the tweet very badly, but he, it pissed me off that he was crying over that the other girl, Mallory. Uh, Mallory. Because it's to me personally, it seemed that he had a better connection. Viana. He personally had a better, not that she, even she had a better, but he had a better personal um, a connection with Ayana. That's what I was saying. Okay. It pissed me off that he w- Did you see the way that he was barling about over Mallory? It really annoyed me. Do you know what? That's, yeah. That was my point, basically. Do you know what it is? When you continue watching the show, mm. you see that Jared is a party guy. Is he? Yeah. He, to be honest, he's got bare hustles that it seems like he's a party yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a party. And also the. People, you see them with their friends and family. Oh, interact, yeah. Yeah, so like you see a different, when you see he's around his boys, mm. you see a different side to him. Mm. And yeah, he, he's just. This is what I don't like though. I like that you put, like, like you said that. I haven't seen it yet, but I will. But people are different with different people. Mm-hmm. People are different with different people. Mm-hmm. And so I get that everyone's, <laughs> everyone wants to protect Ayana. But yeah. from, to me, from going on their social media, because obviously this was like probably like a year ago, yeah. I think they're still married. Yeah, I think they're still married. They, yeah. they had a reunion show and then they're still together. Yeah, that's, that's, that was my yeah. point. I was just like, in terms of who had a better connection, I think that they had a better connection than, you know, Mallory and Jared. That yeah, was my point. but going back to the party guy thing, it's because Mallory was appe- appe- appealing to the party person inside of him. Mm. And then when, even when they met up in Mexico, or what Ma- um, what Mallory was saying was, I was like, I've dated a lot of Jareds. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's the type of guy she usually goes for. Yeah. So that's why they got along, because it's like, he goes out and he's, that's probably the type of guy that he chirps. Mm. So that's why it was, they had the banter. But emotional connection-wise, it was definitely better with Ayala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely that's what I well, picked up well on. better. But it's just... But I could see that there was more of a sexual chemistry yeah, with him yeah, and um, yeah. Mallory. That's what I picked up on as well. Yeah. It's just like, is he actually... But it's about, it came down to, are you choosing... But what is the aim of sides inside of you? Exactly. Yeah. But what's the aim of the show? Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's to really get to know someone for them. It's do you know true, what I mean? It's true, and the it, fact it, that he he opened up to Ayana, he didn't open up to Mallory. Yeah, he opened up. But even as the show goes on, it's the way that he describes. When people ask him why do you love Ayana, the way he, how does he describe her? He kept saying resilient. She's resilient. Who really wants to? Is she a soldier? No. Yeah. Everyone kept know. saying she. He kept saying she's resilient. Yeah. yeah is she a soldier? I don't understand. So even her parents was like. But yeah, you see as it goes on, mm. it does it get when people of their family members and their it just gets more stuff, interesting. Yeah. Right now they're still in a bubble. Mm. It just gets mm. more interesting. Mm-hmm. But would you ever go on a show like that? I feel like the, the marriage thing is too much. Do you know what? It's good that they um they can cannot get married. The yeah, option yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Do you know what I mean? I like that option. But also I think that it's not enough time. To figure out if you want to marry someone yeah, or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the marriage thing is too much for me. I think I think it's, it's too, too extreme. It's too soon, man. Yeah. 
It's too soon. But I, I feel like I would go on a dating show, though. I would yeah. go on a dating show. It just depends on what the ins and outs are of the dating show. Mm, like, mm. would you go to Love Island? No. I think I would go on the Lovers Blinds, but I would never go on the Love Island. Yeah, I think the Love Island is too much pressure to mm. find somebody. Like, it's because... I understand you're there to find love, yeah. But... A lot of them don't last. A lot of them don't last. And a lot of people are doing it for the bag, ultimately, yeah. now. Yeah, So, I think I would go on there for influencer reasons, though. Yeah. I would go on there f- yeah. for some sort of bag. I do think that not everyone's Love Island bag is um, but, has longevity. I know it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I, it I just think that you need to be... Before you even go on Love Island, you need to have something. Do you know what I mean? You need to have... These days, yeah. The first steps of influencer yeah. in there. Molly May's pics were banging before she went exactly. on Exactly. Do you know what I mean? There's a couple I mean? of the gal. The white girls, though, them, they know what they're doing, boy. They do know but what they're doing. But then again, they, they afforded the opportunities yeah. more before black people, so yeah. it is yeah. what it is, isn't it? But this is what we were saying even about, like, when it comes to our white queer uh, counterparts, they have, a, like, huge followings and all of this stuff. Like, it's just, it's, it just is. It's the same. Yeah. yeah. They have huge followings. They get a lot of opportunities. But don't think, this doesn't go for all of them. Yeah. But I, what I find is I don't learn anything from them. And that's not just as a yeah. queer person as well. That's just like, I just want, yeah. I, 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 I do think it is easier for them to get certain things without having to do a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what I yeah. would say. I don't that think they have to do too much. I feel like it's okay for them mm. to take a picture looking nice and put somewhere in the in the comments somewhere something about love is love i don't know and it's gonna be like, oh this is groundbreaking mm. oh my god and but whereas for black people we need to be educating we need to be raising awareness on something mm. we need to be charitable we need to be doing infograph before mm. do you know what i mean before mm. we need to do some sort of social justice warrior business before we are awarded mm-hmm. opportunities and and then it limits us to being activists mm. a lot of the black queer people who are actually doing stuff and getting opportunities mm-hmm. with their mixed race or black, a lot of them are under their activism umbrella. And a lot more time, they're not really activists and they wouldn't even call themselves activists. They wouldn't call activist. themselves activists. Yeah. Mm. They wouldn't I wouldn't call them. And I've been, called, yeah. I've been in an article about activism, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't share it because I'm not an activist. Yeah. So even in my article, like, that I wrote, um, I put put a shout out to Shar Bailey in there. Mm. And I just put Shar Bailey. I didn't say what Shar Bailey does, but the editor when they put Charlotte Bailey as an activist in there. So they were just like, oh. Like, From what I know, they're right, all right? They're, uh, yeah, Char, yeah, Char doesn't like being called the activist. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a bit annoying that they did that. But this is what they do. Do you know what? It's quite annoying because I feel like when you are black and queer, you kind of, because you're fighting all like these fights, people are going to assume that you're some activist. Mm-hmm. Because you're very vocal about, you know, maybe LGBT rights or black rights or whatever, you're now an activist. But it's unfortunate. I don't want to say it's unfortunate, but because we're still educating people. But unfortunately, when you are a black and queer person, you are you actually are raising whether we like you it are, or not. We're raising we, awareness we are, about because we want our lives to. We want our quality of life yeah, to be better. We have to course. speak about the that indifferences that we, we have. have to use yeah. our voice. Like we just have to in it. Like so people can learn. Like people can learn in it. Yeah. However, we're not activists. We're not. Like, but you know what it is? We don't have a choice. We actually don't have a choice. choice. Like we have to speak about. The indifferences, the injustices that we experience. Yeah, we don't have a choice. We have because to it's our experience. Yeah, at the end of the day, like yeah. the white queer people, they talk about the homophobic attacks that they mm. might have, whatever, but they don't speak about racism as well because they don't experience that. Mm. And a lot of they don't experience as many injustices as we do. Mm. And yes, yeah, so they don't. They don't have to be activists yeah. by force 
But I, ah, we are. I experienced who is always in the bin, in the bin. Yeah, we, are, we, are, we all. Um, it's it's mad that this is our experience though. Mm. It's crazy. Obviously, we do have joy as well, which we always speak about. Like, yeah, there's a lot of positive things that we can speak about. But it's when we speak about our differences, when we speak about the in the ways in which we suffer, mm. is where we get the most. Right. You know, the most um attention and stuff like that because. True. We're speaking to somebody. We're speaking to people. Everybody wants to know about like the struggle as well. Like that's that's always what people focus on, like the struggle and the hardships and the adversities and all of that. And we sometimes it's a bit much. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we we don't always want to speak about that. We don't always want to live like relive those things. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we do want to focus on the good and the joy. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I just I think it can be a bit of like um trauma porn and i don't i'm not into that do you know what i mean yeah i'm not into that but yeah i wanted to I thought, you know i've been thinking about like going back to international women's day yeah and what it means to be a woman right as i said i was thinking about like having kids quite recently because i'm quite on and off about it sometimes i do want kids sometimes i don't want kids and i mean i'm getting to, i think i've really gotten to the point where i'm just like for right now i don't want kids <coughs> You know what I mean? But I think somewhere still in my subconscious, there is this expectation of me to have kids because I'm a woman and we are conditioned from young. Mm. You know, we are conditioned from young. That, yeah. that is something that still plays on my subconscious, I think. Like, like bearing kids. Like, even. Do you think it's playing on subconscious because of how socialized we've been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, like a hundred. Even though I'm queer, even though I know that you don't have to have kids, it's it's a choice. It's still something that I think plays on my mind, and I think it's it really is rooted in the expectations from like family members. I think it is, you know, because I remember I said I said to my mom, oh, I don't want to have, I don't think as of right now, I don't think I'm gonna have kids, and she looked at me like I was mad. Yeah, she was just like, huh? Yeah, do you know? My mom made a comment about someone as well, something about oh, she doesn't even have children. Listen, but what if she doesn't want to have children? She, yeah. What does she mean? She's a woman. She has to have children. Listen, no, she doesn't. If so, listen to me. And one of my mom's friends, two mm. of her friends can't have kids. Mm. Listen, does that mean they're not women because yeah. they can't have kids? It's because, you know, but it's not their fault. This is really... But yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't have it for one rule for one yeah. rule for the other. It's true. And I was like, how do you know that she can't have children? Mm. How do you know she doesn't want to have children? Mm. And she just was like, oh, you people, you people. <laughs> <laughs> they always say, oh, you guys always got something to say. Oh, you always got an answer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. And I think, yeah, I don't it's want... It's in- interesting when people even say to me as well, oh, you've done it the right way. They're like, oh, you've done What's it... What's the right way? They're like, oh, you had your child before you came out. You had your child young. It was before you came but out. It wasn't so planned. Was e- yeah, like, it's easier for you. They're like, it's easier for you because now there's no more pressure. There's no pressure mm. to have a child now. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, my mom's only grandchild. Do you mm. know what I mean? My mom's got four children and it was only me that's giving her a, a grandchild. Right. And she's getting older. And I do feel that pressure. You do feel that, but that she yeah. wants more, in it? Like, exactly. And you're the girl. I'm the only, like, living daughter that yeah. she has. Do you know what I so mean? So it's the pressure is on you. Yeah. The or the expectation is on, is on you. And, it's, and things, like, you know, not to not be depressed, but obviously there's four of us. She had four mm. children, but only two of us are still alive. Mm. And it was only me that has a child of it. And Kwame is younger than me. Mm-hmm. And he don't know nice time children anytime soon. No, yeah. He's not that much younger than me. He's 29. Mm. He's going to be 30 soon. But, um... And it's funny, even though my yeah. mum has four grandkids, it doesn't matter. Mm. Whether she 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 looks after them, she babysits them, or she doesn't, like, she's still looking at me mm-hmm. to have kids. Yeah. And it's just like, where's this child going to go? Where mm-hmm. Where is this child uh-huh. going to go? Like, I don't, honestly don't feel like 
as of right now, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. I think if I'm like in a position to have it, whether I'm single or with someone, I will. Yeah. But that's not now. Do you know what I've been thinking about having kids lately as well, but different to you. Mm. I think that um I want to have a child in like the next two years. Mm. And if that's by myself, who's by myself? Like I would, I would have a child by myself. I've, do you know? It's funny because I've always like seen myself having a child by myself. Mm. I've always seen it, a bit, which I think is great. Like I just, I don't feel like you should have to wait for somebody or wait till you find someone to have a child if that's no. what you want. Because you might, yeah. Do you know what? Having ha- have the child <laughs> when I was young and didn't know anything. I still did it. Mm. I still did it. I was, and I lived in overdraft at the time. Mm-hmm. And I still had a whole child whilst I lived in the old draft. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have anything. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I didn't even, like, I didn't even have a bed. I had to mm-hmm. buy a bed. And I had to just, do you know what I mean? All this stuff. And do you know what, like, what I'm excited about? Like, mm-hmm. I think for you, I'm excited about for you is that it's going to be a different experience. It's going to be a different experience. And I think, yeah, obviously I love, cho- I like children mm-hmm. in it. I do like children. But I am looking forward to having an experience without a lot of the trauma that surrounded my first experience. Do you know what? Somebody said that. I saw a TikTok of a woman saying that, oh my God, don't let these people gas, like don't let these people gas you into having a child young. Like having a child when you're older is so much different. You're so much wiser. And people obviously came for her because like, I get it, but she had a child young. So she's she knows the two. Do you know what I mean? She knows the differences. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with there's, there's pros, pros and cons. cons there's nothing both. wrong with having yeah. a child young. But obviously, I think when you're a bit older, she's just saying the experience is just different in it. Yeah, it's just different, and I can I can see that. It I is very different. That. Like my whole life, mm. everything that I had planned for my life mm-hmm. changed, mm-hmm. I and mean, my life hasn't come at all been what I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. Like not even like two percent the same as what I thought mm-hmm. prior to having a kid, mm-hmm. and. Everything, everything changed. Like yeah. everything that she changed, I had to readjust to a new life. Mm-hmm. And also, I had um, postpartum. I had um, postpartum, uh, postpartum depression, mm-hmm. and I had it for time. And like when you're that young, and all your friends are going out to bar fest, and and you are just missing out on what the things that I should be doing at mm-hmm. that age. I wasn't doing. Should is I use the term loosely, and that puts you in a really dark place and even though you have this beautiful child next to you and you should be loving on them Mm -hmm. and sort of that but because of the mental the mental um difficulties that you're having Mm -hmm. there is just a disconnect Mm -hmm. you just can't like you just Mm -hmm. cannot this you can't connect to this child you know that you love them Mm -hmm. but you're not really feeling the love Mm -hmm. it's really difficult to explain Mm -hmm. and that's not something that's it's scary yeah that's not something that it even makes me uncomfortable speaking about it in that Mm -hmm. way because it makes it feel like you don't love your child, but mm-hmm. you do that. You this do. child is literally your world. Yeah. You do. But because it's because your your world changes mm-hmm. and I was I was I've always been a single mum from day one. Yeah. Like just, from conception I've mm-hmm. been a single mum. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like everything changed. No one's helping you. Yeah. Um no one's helping you. If we yeah, people are gonna help you change the child. People are gonna buy mm-hmm. some nice trainers. People might they might babysit every mm-hmm. now and then. But like people but don't help no your mental helping health. You, yeah. No one's helping you. Yeah. A lot of people forget about the parents mm-hmm. in that moment. Like, and I remember someone gave me um, a gift card mm-hmm. out of all the presents I received at my baby shower. I barely even remember my baby shower. Mm-hmm. That is that shirt tells you where I was mentally. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I barely remember my baby shower. Mm-hmm. And um, there was one one of the girls it's mad because i haven't actually seen her since that day yeah she got me a gift card for um 
for H&M and she would this me, oh, I'm going to get this to baby. She was like, oh no, it's got your name on it because mm-hmm. it's for you. Aww. She was just like, everyone is, everyone, there's all baby stuff here. Yeah. But you are also included mm. in this. And she was like, yeah. And that's the first and only time somebody thought about me right. in, in all of that. And when you're 20 years old and 20 is young, 20 is young. young yeah. We are 20 years old and you haven't dropped out of uni to raise this life. That just meant the world in in the moment. And so, yeah, having a child is not easy mm-hmm. when you're young. It's yeah. not, yeah. it's not all that clear. But it's been, but it's been nice to have mm-hmm. someone to grow alongside. Yeah. I guess. As I said, and pros and yeah, cons. Yeah, there's it? pros and cons. Mm. Like, because a part yeah. of me wish I had had a boob like early as well. Like, yeah. so there's pros, there's pros and cons. Yeah, I, I very much, as much, it would always be optional to have a child or not, whether I had a child before mm. or not. But right now, I really feel like it's optional because mm. I've done it before. You've done it, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Whereas me, like, I haven't. So there is this, like, pressure and, like, you a different kind experience. of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, no, I hear that. I hear that. But, yeah, like, you're just good. You just have to see. It's just mm-hmm. one of those things. Like, it's not by force. Like, you don't have to have kids if you don't want to. Even straight. I think there's more, like, more pressure probably on straight people to have. You know, and I think that it is we are kind of having kids a bit more later these days. Mm. But there's no like there shouldn't be any pressure, and people should stop. One thing people need to stop doing is like asking, "Oh, when are you gonna have a baby?" Don't you don't know you don't know people's lives. Don't ask them that question. Like, do you know? What I, do you know? What, do you know? What I think it's funny. Yeah, is no matter how old you are, when you get pregnant, it feels like a teenage pregnancy. <laughs> like all my friends who are of age yeah. when they get pregnant, yeah. Do you know what's mad? Even though I'm the lesbian, mm-hmm. when my friends get pregnant, yeah, they will come to me. They mm. always come to me, and I go. I'm going with them to their appointments mm. or all their abortions. You know what I mean? Which <laughs> one yep. is? And it's always me, and it's mad because ev- in all of them, they have this. Oh my god, I can't tell my mom. Really? We're in our thirties. Like they can't tell their mom. They can't. I honestly feel like. Like, like if I was pregnancy. if I was straight yeah and I got pregnant now and I wasn't even with like somebody that was like you know like a proper partner whatever I'm keeping it. Also, I always say to all my friends that listen, you could do whatever you, you are want, grown, but just know if you have this child, it's also fine. Yeah, it's also fine. It's obviously, if you want, I'm not. If you want, I'm not anti abortion. Please do what you need to do. Do, do you, people? Do, do what you need you. to do. But like, I always say for me, yeah, I actually just don't care if I'm 30 and I get pregnant and there's someone that's on the way. I'm not going have kids. Have child. Have child. Yeah, but you know, we don't have the same. I guess. You know, it's not it's not that easy to have a child like for yeah, us. Yeah, well we've anyway. got planet, don't we? Yeah, we've got planet and pay. Please Yeah, we've got pay, cost money boy. Unless you know you're lucky enough not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turkey but you could also could do turkey based on it. But we've had that episode, so go listen to that episode. Do you know what actually I was thinking when I was thinking about having a child, I think if it was like a one and done, I would do it. What do you mean? I would open my leg. Really? If it was a one and done yeah, well, because you know what, it doesn't. We're not in positions. I'm not getting on top. Sometimes, like, yeah. <laughs> so it don't even take that long. Do you know what I mean? Some people mm. can. Some people five minutes. Some I mean, Amara was a one and done, wasn't it? Yeah, she was one and done. But I'm just what I'm saying. Done. The duration of the actual act can be like five minutes That's long. So it can be it a, a one and done. done. I mean, I just tell people it was a strap in. Yeah, <laughs> it's a one and done. I would do it if it was a one and done, but but with uh, it still has to be with somebody. I like not like like that, yeah. but somebody you're comfortable with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. It will still need to be that. I also have to have some sort of relationship with the person. Mm. But I don't mind if them could be my sperm donor if it was able to be a one and done. Mm. I would be onto it. Mm. But the thing is, I'm thinking now, like about this one and done because you definitely don't like men. So mm. what if they look like they're enjoying it? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the silence for me, guys. It's the silence for me. What I if they're actually really mm, going for it? But the thing is, I guess they have to in, they have to be aroused, didn't it? So they have to enjoy. They have to. It doesn't, some doesn't take. Of, doesn't really take that much for them to be aroused. Okay. And plus, you're a pretty girl. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, they you know, they're going to. I've seen Rosie naked, so I feel like <laughs> they would enjoy it. Do you know what? It's, it's, we have to. How do you feel about that? Have, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly. So I don't believe there's one and done. I feel uncomfortable. I think I'm more but likely to have one and done than you. I think I could do the one and done. I think if we have like talk beforehand, mm. we have an extensive conversation yeah, about boundaries like, and stuff. What the boundaries are, don't look at me. They can't look at me as well. They actually can't no. look at me. So that has to be for the back. No. <laughs> then, no. What do you mean they can't look? Are they going to be blindfolded? But... So basically. I'm gonna be lying down. They're gonna be on top. I'm gonna have my legs up, and so one and done. Just pump a few times. One and done. <laughs> that would be in the most ideal way. But they're looking up. I'm How are they gonna eyes. look up and be? You know, if they're good at what they do, they know where the hole is. If they know what they do, they know where it is. They should. So then I, need, I really need to like. I'm really interested in this. So they can't. But they can't look in my face. If they, they can look down, can they touch I'm, your boobs? No. <laughs> It's literally a one and done. <laughs> it's literally if this is if I have to do it this way, like this is not. I'm not even this considering. This is hilarious. Do, I'm considering going to the IVF clinic. That's how I'm considering. Right, I hear it. But if I have to do a one and done, I would do a one and done. But it has to be under my. They can they can look at me. They can look at my boobs. They can look at my boobs down below. They can't look at me from neck up. They can't look at my face. Um, it has to be dark. Um. I'm not gonna be looking at them either. I'm gonna be making sure that the one and done is happening. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> me. <Sorry. laughs> that is so interesting. I mean, I don't know like if anyone's gonna go for that just because they wanna be involved in it. Like I feel like they're gonna wanna like somebody involved. will go for the one and done. Okay. At least one person in this whole world will go for it. But nobody that I have a relationship with is <laughs> gonna do that. <laughs> no, exactly. No one that you have a relationship is gonna do that. And the person that I think will definitely like that one and done, I wouldn't want you to have that one and done with them. <laughs> who's, who's that? What do you think? Wow, I can't think. Guys, I forgot my boyfriend's names. No, he's not your boyfriend. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we talked about that one in a minute. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. no, that's no. that one done is not. I wouldn't have a child with that one. Yeah, no, no. That one hasn't got the qualities that I need from a child. Yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 fair no, enough. No. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, but Took it of one and done, so I guess we are one and done. With the yeah, we are done. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Oh, before we go, we have the shout outs. That, um, oh my god, I, I quickly want to shout out my ex colleague James, who is amazing and loves the podcast. Oh, and that's lovely. Like, they loved the non binary episode and they felt like they really related to that. Really? So, yeah, oh, you know, quite a few people did, you know, mm-hmm. quite a few people did, yeah. But, Shout out to Janae, Janae 08. Always tweets us and uses the hashtag. They're on the disabled um, and queer and dating episode of Teaspoonie. That episode is really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And also shout out to Terrinde, you go girl. Shout out to A Team Worldwide, our cousin. That is our cousin. That's our cousin. That's our cousin. Oh, is it? Yeah, man. Wow. And Manny as well. Manny is just amazing. What did he say? That um he said that was such an important part of his week. That is beautiful. Which has yeah. been amazing. Um, shout out to Nessa again. Shout out to you. Shout out to Kelsey Morgan. Hello. 
the soggy biscuit one they were laughing at the soggy biscuit that was a mad thing still um shout out to blob with a gob that is toby big up to karima mm-hmm. oh my god okay i don't know how we didn't speak about this the homophobic attack homophobic attack in box park <gasps> oh my god how we forget I don't know how we forgot about that so kareem the reason why i remember that's a kareem because kareem's girlfriend is actually the security guard yeah 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 so um shout out to you rosie her name's even rosie as well mm-hmm. kareem shout out to you too love the cakes hello mm-hmm. and basically long story short it's not even a long story to be honest because it happened very quick but we was in box park um having a good time dancing boom 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 mm-hmm. and um nana and jean went to the toilet and so I was by myself. But obviously Tyler was DJing, so I wasn't really by myself. Oh, but I was yeah. by myself. And this guy who was like hovering around us anyway, literally, so you left first. Jean left after you. Jean, I can still see Jean's back when he mm. when he came to me. Jean had barely stepped about three, four stops. And he came up to me and was, was like, waiting. what would your husband say about what you're wearing? And I was just like, yeah, you know very well that I'm gay. That's why you come to ask me this mm. question, yeah. And then he was just like, oh, um, he was like gay, gay, and and you got locks, and you got locks. I was like, why has my locks got to do anything? And he was like, do you know who? Do you know about Harry Selassie? I was like, okay, here we go. Oh He's a whole tap. God, he a is a whole tap. They are the worst. Whole taps are the worst. And he's wearing a leather cap. So I said, okay, it's all just it's a recipe. It's a disaster. But leather cap, you come to ask me about Harry Selassie. You're a big man, six foot three, six foot four. You're sweating as well, yeah. No, he looks mad, I'm not going to lie to he you. Looks crazy, he looks crazy, yeah. And he was just like, oh, this me. I'm not here for a history lesson. I'm here to support my friend's set. I'm mm-hmm. having a good time. So please. And I'm like this, please. And he was in my face, because I want to tell one like that, please, because he was in my face. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, then he was just like, he's like, just wear, you're wearing these locks like it's a fashion thing. But for you, yeah, you would never be um, accepted into Rasta. Even other people that wear their locks as fashion, they would be accepted into Rasta before you act. I was just looking at him, I okay, okay. I said, I, don't, I just started dancing. Mm. And then I could see that Rosie was looking. And then, and then he started saying things, and he started saying stuff like, um, if you're your friend she's playing Jamaican music the moment she steps into Jamaica they're gonna kill her anyway you lot are not welcome in my land you're not oh. welcome in my land um, whatever whatever I said all this homophobic stuff who just moving mad saying who just saying it was, and he was in my face the whole mm. time and you're bending and the thing is Rosie could tell cause he's bent over because he's talking to me mm. and talking in my face so then she was like are you alright so I leaned over and I said he's being homophobic she stepped in straight away mm. and she was like is there a problem he's like what, what, why would I have a problem and she said, the way you're addressing me right now mm-hmm. makes me seem like you have a problem. And he was like, oh, what did he say? And he, he, he just was moving mad. It, it happened so quickly. I literally turned around, yeah. And I turned back and there was like six security guards. Wow. <laughs> surrounded, they surrounded him in mm. a circle. And then like, you've got to go. And he was like trying to barge them. Like, I ain't going nowhere. I'm drinking my drink. I'm having a good time. I'm not going nowhere. I was like, you have to leave. So he picked up his jacket, whatever. And then as they were escorting him out, they he smashed the door you know the door was shattered mm-hmm. but i guess as he did that he also fell over mm-hmm. so he fell over and then he had like three security guards at his feet two guys at his torso and they carried him out through some side door mm-hmm. and and then he was gone and it just happened so quickly so quickly yeah and then the woman that's on whitey that was eating she came over to rosie and was like um i just want to know <laughs> i'm really distressed about what i've just witnessed um is he conscious? And Rosie was like, <laughs> we're sorted. And it, we're, the issue is sorted. Just go and sit down and eat your food. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and she was like, I just would like to know if he's conscious because that was quite scary to witness. And I was like, he's been homophobic to me. And she was like, oh. And then she walked off. 
what in the Karen was happening? Nah, <laughs> what in the Karen? Nah. And I was like, thank you so much, Rosie. And she was like, nah, it's cool. And he said, that's my job. That's why I'm here, kind mm. of thing. And I was like, nah, like, it makes a difference because if she wasn't a queer if person... If she wasn't a queer person, like, would she have known that you were distressed that yeah. quickly? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She, she probably wouldn't have seen it because she, she's probably seen it happen so many times. Yeah. It's probably, she's probably experienced she's it She's probably well. experienced it. That's how, that's, that's how she knows. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself, like, if she wasn't there, would that situation ha- have been handled so quickly? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. because it happened so quickly. Yeah. I literally came and they were dragging the man outside. Yeah. Yeah, you lot came when they were the dragon. Like when you, they were dragging him outside, it happened so from like I want to say the whole ordeal lasted about six minutes maximum. Mm. Like it wasn't even that long. Like and then you had all the guy, all the guys who were watching him in my face were just standing. They were all standing there mm. watching him. And then when he's the, the, he's getting dragged away, they were like, ooh, 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 ooh. I just want to say, yeah, like I'm the people that go to Box Park are scary people. That's what I want to say. Oh, yeah, they're scary people. Even the way. That they move to women and stuff. They're just they're starving. They are hungry. Like I can see that they're revving themselves up like, oh, when they're coming. Yes, yeah, it's weird. We're on the prowl now. Yeah, it's it's scary. It really, really is scary. But yeah, I was just thinking. It made me think like this situation. Yeah, that like we really just overlook certain things. Like even that what happened to you, which was horrible. We kind of just like, oh, it's just yeah. just another one. You know, that like, happens it's, it happens often. And maybe not even specifically homophobia. It doesn't escalate that much. But yeah, but it just doesn't escalate that much. But yeah, not even specifically homophobia, but sometimes misogyny and just like guys just doing too much, I guess, as well. That also happens. And we kind of just overlook it and just like keep it pushing. But I just we uh, overlook it because we accepted it. We've normalized yeah, it. Yeah, because it's so because it's so normal. Mm. It is so normal within like society that like men just act mad sometimes. Like and I think we we need to stop doing that. We need to start speaking out. We need to because they're not gonna learn or they're not gonna change. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like so we just need to, you know, we need to we need to really deep it like what's happening. I yeah. think so so many times we just like oh, okay, just sweep it under the rug. Let's yeah, just keep we going. Do. And I think I didn't even really I didn't even really deep it until I got home. And I, told mm. her, I was telling my friend about it, but I was telling her like, right, like, yeah, he did this, mm. this, this, Like how I said it on the podcast. And she just stopped. She was like, she's like, okay, but Ro, okay, how do you feel about it? This I feel like I had a drink in my hands. And, she, mm. and I, imagine if I threw it at him and she was mm. like, no, 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 that's not what I'm asking you. I said, how do you feel mm. about it? And I was just like, and then I started, I started, I started thinking, oh, how do I actually feel about mm. this? And I was confused. I said, like, I just feel confused. I don't think I know how to feel right now. Mm. And she was like, I'll tell you how I feel. I feel sad. Mm. I feel sad that you've gone through that. I think that ma- that makes me really upset because mm-hmm. you've gone out to have a good time with your friends. And in order for you to even present the way you're presenting right now, you've gone through a journey. Mm. And you're at a place where you're able to be unapologetic. You're able to be in a space that's not a queer space mm-hmm. and still exists as yourself. And that has taken a lot. And for somebody who's a stranger to come along and almost undermine that whole journey mm. is really sad for mm-hmm. me. It's sad for she's like it's sad for me that somebody can go through so much to be themselves and yet still someone for their own selfish reasons who doesn't even know you mm-hmm. can come and interrupt that process for you. Mm-hmm. And then when she was talking, I was like, this is so true. I don't really mm-hmm. think about it like that. Mm-hmm. I just see it as a in the moment. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But true. it is, it is people do interrupt because mm-hmm. then some people are left to trauma afterwards. Obviously, mm. I don't feel traumatized, but when people do get attacked, they they change. Yeah, they whether they got attacked on a bus, for example, they might never catch a bus mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So th- things 
things happen. There's yeah. consequences to everything, yeah. and it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's so true. Mad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what happened, guys. Be safe out on these streets. Yeah. Um. Back to the shout outs. Um. Like, big up to Lyram. Um. Yes. Big up to Toby. Toby Madge underscore Madge. Um. There is somebody. Big up to Esther as well. Etc. With Est. Big up to Tiajuana. Tiajuana. I hope I said that correct, you know, the, the blonde eyebrows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Big up Honey Benson. Big up you, Honey. Big up um, K underscore. Do you know what? Big up Ollie. It's Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a production. Big up Ollie. There is somebody in particular that I'm looking for on here. I feel like maybe they've deactivated their Who is it? Twitter. Because, oh, there you are. Big up Call Her Sheer. That is somebody that I really, really want to pick up. Call her, share, big up you. Always listening to the pod. I can. See, I don't know if you actually live in Birmingham, but it says Birmingham in your bio, and I just oh, want to thank yeah, you. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, like you're always, always interacting um, in the hashtag alongside of Nessa, and also big up Jennifer Opal. Big up you, and I think that's the. Um, that is the shout outs this week. It's quite week. a long list. <laughs> oh, and there's actually two more. Big up to Rising Scorpio and big up to Shlo Papi. Big up you, Shlo Papi. And you know what? Big up to MXM, Martha. Oh, every week. Every, <laughs> every week. week. Big yes. up MXM. So, yeah. That's our shout outs, guys. Thank you so much for using the hashtag. Thank you. Um, oh, we have one more. Big up to Gem Trey, aka our baby mama. AKA Tutu's podcast baby's mum. Oh, big up to you. Yes. Big up to the baby. I didn't know. Did I say pronounce your app properly? I'm not going to come out here and say your actual real name, but did I yeah. say your app properly? No, big up to the baby because the baby was watching us. Yes. On YouTube video. Big up the baby. Big still. up the baby. But, um, but yeah, thanks to everyone who uses the hashtag. Um, some of you have used the hashtag, but I bigged you up before, so I didn't pick it up again. <laughs> um, so yeah. So yeah, make sure you use the hashtag Tutu's podcast and conversation on Twitter. Make sure you also repost us on your Instagram stories. How about that? Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah. I love that too. Big up everyone who wrote. Nikki Knights. Mm-hmm. I think I really uh, shout out. We Nikki really shouted out, but yeah, McThicken. But yeah, McThicken yeah. was always in the IG. Mm-hmm. Big up to Simone as well, our, our past guest. Mm-hmm. Big up to Shan. Shan gave us a shout out the other day. Um, Sandy. Mm, Sandy, yep. Margaret, mm-hmm. Nick, Jamie. Big up all you guys. Big up Tayo, because Tayo always reposts us. Big as up well. Tayo Iku. Big up you. Big up Adobe. Do you know? Because I think because Adobe's our friend. Yeah. Do the hashtag. Big up to Adobe. Big up you. Dimples. Big up you. Big up, okay, yes. I think that's enough shout outs yeah, now. That's a lot. Okay. That's enough shout outs. Coming at some radio station. So make sure you the hashtag. Make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you review us on Spotify. I've noticed that so many of you have been reviewing us and leaving us a five star review on Spotify. Oh, sick. Keep doing it. Also, if you actually watch us on Spotify video, let us know what you think about it. Like, should we keep doing that? Should we not? Give us some advice. What should we do? Mm. And until next week, peace.